and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup for research published between the 16th and 22nd of August 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the EMI Association. It's certainly been a busy week for research with no quiet period over the summer holidays. There have been eight new MECFS studies and 16 studies on long COVID this week. Paper 5 included in this weekly roundup is actually a book chapter but is included out of interest as it covers healthcare provision in MECFS and long COVID. We have highlighted two of the studies. Paper 3 is on impaired cation channel function, specifically looking at transient receptor potential melastatin 3, TRPM3, in natural killer cells. NK, which have been shown to be impaired in MECFS. TRPM3 is a non-selective cation channel, which are positive charged ions, and it is highly permeable to Ca2, calcium, which is fundamental to many biological processes such as cell division and apoptosis, which is the programmed death of cells. It is the activity through this cation channel that was measured in the study as well as determining whether the function differs in MECFS patients and long COVID. Despite there being few laboratory studies looking at MECFS and COVID cells in detail simultaneously, this study was small, with five MECFS patients and five long COVID patients, with five healthy controls. Studies have previously supported this dysfunction of the MRPM3 cation function in MECFS. However, this study reinforced the biological similarities between MECFS and long COVID, showing that MECFS patients and long COVID were not shown to significantly differ, but did differ from healthy controls. However, much larger studies are needed to confirm this, and whether these findings differ in patients who have recovered from COVID-19 especially seeing that the majority of the population have had a COVID-19 infection. Paper 6 is a pre-print paper, meaning it hasn't undergone peer review, so the science has not been verified. This paper is on autoimmune gene expression. This study is fairly exciting as it was conducted in the home environment where patients were posted a sample kit, meaning that the study could include participants on a range of different severities. In total, there were 166 MECFS participants, which almost half of these were house or bed bound, and 83 controls. The study also looked at known viruses associated with MECFS, such as herpes virus, HHV, and Epstein-Barr virus, EBV. A range of interesting results were found with the upregulation of certain genes in bed bound patients with MECFS but also these were upregulated in those without MECFS but other conditions making them bedbound. Surprisingly though, only seven patients with MECFS also had HHV and only one had EBV. The main outcome of this study was the ability to identify between different severity levels of the disease. Despite the results being promising in this study, it is confusing why the study, which aimed to look at autoimmune genes in MECFS that the researchers knowingly included participants who had already had autoimmune disease diagnosis, which could ultimately affect results. 
Therefore, in order to make the implications of this study clearer, a study without other autoimmune diseases is needed to be conducted. You may also be interested in reading paper 2 in the Long Covid reference section, which is on blood abnormalities in people with Long Covid. There is an easy to read article which has been published in Science on this research. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.